0: When a man of academia knocks at our door, a world of unimaginable wonder awaits. Gaslit presents a creature with no name. I'm Paige Hanna. I'm Kelly Knight. And today we are joined with. A little booty popper! Klepto! All ruins. Well, guys, I mean, what a what a week we've had! Oh. I mean, just the craziness I mean, that has ensued. Oh,
1: lordy, lordy, Paige, you are so a great. Dog. We have an important birthday today.
0: We had an important birthday today, celebrating <laughs> Grimace, Grimy of McDonald's fame, our favorite purple gloss. Cool,
1: yeah, the purple sh- slorpin. Yes. I think it's also the queen of like New Zealand's or Australia's birthday, but I think Grimace is kinda more important. I think well, Grimace has done more for the world. Yes. Yeah. I mean Grimace is a monarch in his own. He's head, an international so. icon of, of mystery.
0: Absolutely. And I mean he he commands the people.
1: And by that we mean his shadow government.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So while we were prepping for Grimace's birthday, we had our own strange creature encounter. Uh, and it all started with our beloved cat, Little Miss Chicken.
2: Little Miss Chicken, yeah.
0: Little Miss Chicken was, uh, you know, she goes, she goes outside, she eats her grass, she plays around, but, um, today she, she came in with something in her, in her mom,
1: It looked like you know? a sack of garlic or something.
0: It did. It was just kind of like, it was not like a rat, but not like a, you know, like a mouse. <sighs>
1: Lumpus. I just kind of felt like an idiot when I looked at it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I, I want to say that I had no idea this, this happened. I was I was in the kitchen making <clears> some <throat> stew. The boys were outside watching the girl, and so can you just kind of tell me what happened?
2: Well, uh, chicken was mowing the lawn as usual. One of her daily and, chores. Yeah, she just chews that grass down to the nub, and <laughs> then we caught. She kind of like escaped our sight. Uh, we were too busy playing patty cake. To really notice, but when we found her again, she was around the backside of the house and she was going, rawr, rawr, She had her head in a bush, and we pull her out, and there was like a thing just like hanging out of her mouth. I mean, it was crazy. It she, was crazy. I mean, she mangled it in like two point five seconds. Uh, yeah, probably two point five. Yeah, two point five one seconds. one. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, and like my instinct is, I mean, I just don't like to see any of God's great creatures destroyed and mutilated in front of me by my my very own chicken.
1: I agree. I also don't like that. That's my job. Yeah. I'm here to curse and crash down, smite the land of its bounty.
2: Well, and but like God, I like to play creator, creator. too. So I, I wanted to see how
1: this thing was put together. Again, like, what are we looking at? It's still like between the, 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 the shards of teeth and, and chicken's yeah. corrupt mouth. It kind of yeah. like... It, like when it like When a, you look at this
2: thing It kind of like Hurts your eyes almost it, Yeah
1: I start like seeing like, fog
2: It makes you view. feel
0: like It's radio static. Yeah yeah it's, yeah
2: Exactly It's like You know when cameras Pass in front of like Radioactive material It makes it all fuzzy And weird It's kind of like What happened It um,
0: looks like how
1: 5G towers sound Yes mm-hmm. And if I can make That a vision It'd be like an evil Like like villainous looking Like Pillsbury Doughboy but With like a Like a bit of like Heroic Like righteous dignity To it And a crustaceous Unibrow Whatever that means,
0: so the boys say page or something down here, so they bring it inside so they bring it in chicken inside, and we are looking at a mound of of weird flesh, and so the boys determine what the only thing that they can do is to kind of put it on the floor it's it's far dead. I want to say that. It's Presumed. far dead. Presume. Presume far dead. Presumed. I
1: mean, it's mangled. I mean, I tied a yeah. rope around its neck and was dragging it into the house.
0: Yeah. So, it's, it is it is far dead, but the boys kind of wanted to, like, you know, put it, put it back together. Kind of, like, ideate of, like, how this thing happens. I mean,
1: boys and their toys. We just love to play. Play hard. I work love, hard, play harder. I just love manipulating
2: things. Like frequencies. In parts.
0: and bones. So... Ollie, you know you both had a you both had a little bit of a turn piece trying to piece yeah to p- trying to piece this thing back together. Ollie, would you like to go first of how exactly you think that this thing works? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so I mean the way I see it, I mean wh- how tall would you? Because I feel like the height was pretty stationary.
1: I, yeah, I'd say it was probably like you know like, yeah like you said very stationary. Like, it didn't move around a lot. It was definitely like. In the ballpark of like 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 three to seven and a half inches.
2: Yeah, three to seven and a half. Well,
1: so know, nothing, nothing too fast.
2: Yeah, so in between that, that ballpark, so it's a little guy, um, broad shoulders, long droopy fingers. It's got a nasty rat tail that it bounces up on and kicks you really hard in the chest. Um, it's got a mono boob, which lactates special green fluids. Uh, it's got tongues for teeth, uh, propeller head, and hairy elbows.
0: So, Kyler, how do you think it works?
1: So, I'm not on new medication that warps my reality, and so I think I have a more accurate account here where I saw this, this creature with, like, a long, almost, uh, like, tapir-like snout, it was really what appears to be a nose appendage, followed by bountiful, uh, voluptuous lips, a thousand-yard stare, like, horse eye. And by that, I mean, like, it's on the side of its head. It's got, like, a like a great grimacy pear-shaped form with, like, whimsical leg appendages for for mobilizing and continuing on the run. It does have a a belly button port, which I can only imagine was for uh, indicating some sort of precious epicenter that kind of functions this act against creation that we uh, caught um, trespassing on your well-deserved property where your protector was able to apprehend the culprit, which Mm -hmm. was this, this trespassing sinner beast and fortunately for you, your, uh, your, your perfect creature of creation, Defender Godkin, was able to, to slay it on sight.
0: It's crazy to me that you two were able to come to such different conclusions. Yeah, mine doesn't even have arms. I will say that you both wanted a piece of the action. Mm-hmm. And you were fighting over this thing. And I decided to King Solomon this thing and just cut it in half and give both of you a half of mm-hmm. this thing. Uh, it's funny because there was kind of a gland that I noticed mid cut, there was a pop and then all of a sudden it just turned to sand. Mm-hmm. So I assume and you that, know wh- sand. I know I, Oh, Oh, and I know sand it, it popped. And then the, I can only assume it's the primordial gland. That made yeah. this thing turn to sand. That's the only
1: thing that makes sense about this yeah. whole thing. Exactly. That was well, we obviously a crime. can instantly sanctify something. Literally. 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 Liberally. Literally. Literally.
0: So we were like, huh, that's strange. I guess we'll go on with our day. Not but ten minutes later, get a knock at our door. A German gentleman, never met him before, named Beach Vilchaz. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Beach Wilchaz?
2: Beach Vilchaz. Yeah. Beach, Wilches. Wilches. Wilches.
0: German, not my native tongue, so yeah. I apologize to Mr. Vielchaz if that was the incorrect uh, pronunciation. But bless you. I I digress. He comes and he says, "Hello, I'm looking for my daughter's rat. Have you seen it?" And we say, "Well, I don't know. What does your rat look like?" And he proceeds to describe. Not only something that doesn't sound like a rat, but sounds like the thing we just had in our living room.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was, it's difficult because, like we were saying, the, the way this creature presented itself mm-hmm. is optically challenging.
1: But yet it made sense to all of us.
0: We, we know. We're, we're, we're starting to pick up on something. And we're starting to pick up on something that this guy knows more than he's letting on.
1: Yeah. yeah. His wheelchairs so, are not greased right.
0: Uh-uh.
1: So that's probably the time when we grabbed the fly traps and slapped him on the back of his jacket to stick him.
0: Exactly. He got stuck. I can speak for myself here, but I did a lot of things I wasn't proud of to beach field chairs. but I also will say...
1: We came to an understanding in the end. It, saw was things ways. Yeah. it was pride. It was pride. Which you can always be proud of what you do on pride.
0: Exactly. We came to an understanding in the end. We demanded him to tell us what in the Sam heck was going on and you know he obliged so
1: after we well shall we kind of just quickly kind of go over we put him in the coffin for a couple of hours then we put it, we swapped him over which is also acts as our sleep deprivation tank mm-hmm. um, so he's in this coffin uh, sleep deprivation tank uh, as we're also doing like a sensory overload so this guy's getting tired we're kind of draining his energies a bit um, we're feeding him nothing but like like, like fast food drinks beverages the grimace shake um, all he does is bellhop kick we're, we're rattling him he's starting to seize up a little bit like he starts seizuring like he's like spasming and foam is kind of out of his mouth so we know we're taking a little too far but We've be-
0: got to know. we
1: got to know. We We've don't-
0: got to know what's happening because we were so perplexed. If you saw a look at this mound of flesh that rolled up to our doorstep, you would understand You'd be the kind of things that we were going through at that curious. time. Yeah. So all I'm saying is that, you know, we did what we did, but we got this story. We got the results. So it's this is what case. I want to say. Gang, today we are talking about the buggingy.
1: The Can't get around finger snaps with a baging.
0: So what is a buging?
1: Well, that's a good question, Paige. I will
0: say, so first and foremost, we learned that Beach Chaz is a tenured professor at Harvard of theology and folklore. And that's why studies. he's so easy to break. Exactly. He broke down and told us that this whole thing started when he had an incredibly credible dream that really led his academic career and thesis to the Bagingi and mm-hmm. about the Bagingi. Yeah,
2: and, you know, we're talking about a collegiate professor at, you know, one at an Ivy League. So this is one dang credible dream. You yes. know, if I had one, you know, you'd say, stop having that dream about, about all those snails. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear about it mm-hmm. anymore you got to stop talking about it. No one's interested. This is a professor, so people listen. Mm -hmm. People listen,
1: not
0: to people like you. Yeah. A bagengi, as we said before, is anywhere from 3 to 7.5 inches tall. The height of it changes with the tides. Yeah, that's one thing we learned. Yeah, so if it's a high tide, it's more of like a long creature, but but very slim. And then when it's low tide, it's very stout and uh, thick.
1: Yeah, the thickness does vary. They kind of, you know, go from pear-shaped to uh, assuming applejack, cinnamon mm-hmm. in an instant, in a day.
0: In a day, in less than a day. So this idea comes from the myth of the dragon.
1: Not in the same vein that comes from, but it's the same kind of, uh, at least this, this is kind of what I put uh, after, you know, some scorching minutes with the, with the prof. I think it kind of boils down to the same idea. So for those who are not aware, you know, this is as true a fact as any. Um, whether you like it or not, dragons exist as a mythical creature in all human cultures. So, henceforth, if you were to put a couple of delusional babies that were just born Mm -hmm. on an island, over time they would develop a dragon myth. There's not a really good reason known why this happens. One strong theory is that, in the sense that it kind of uh, is a combination of all the different fears of predators that humans have. You know, it's it's big, it's flying, it's got sharp teeth, it's dangerous, it's kind of intelligent. So the the
0: Baguengi is like that myth. But
1: twist it, flip it upside down. Flip Flip
0: it upside upside down. down. We're talking whimsy instead of fear. Yeah. Where the Bagingi embraces whimsy, the dragon embraces fear.
1: And that's also in the sense that no one thinks of a Bagingi. No one comes up with this. This isn't, you know, if you put a baby on an island, it's never going to think of a Bagingi. And that's because, you know, Bagingis bring the whimsy. Bagingis bring the dragons, okay? Mm -hmm. They're bringing the dragons. Mm -hmm. That's their portion.
0: You know, the the bigingi is kind of the primordial cryptid, and Ollie, can you talk about what they're often called? Bigingis
2: aren't like one thing or another thing. They're kind of like a lot of things. So, you know, when we think of, you know, the magical creatures like fairies, gnomes, opposite dog, and Bigfoot, they tend to kind of like get lost amongst this cast of crazy characters. Uh, but in reality... The Begingis are these characters. Mm-hmm. They are what make these characters even possible. I mean, one of the crazy things that Beach Vilches was telling us uh, was the fact that vampires, and mo- more specifically uh, a friend of the podcast, Dracula.
0: Dracula himself. Yeah.
2: Jesus, there he is again. Was bit by a
1: Begingi.
0: So the first vampire... The vampire to end all vampires, Dracula, was bitten by a baguingi, who I have to say, they are not
1: Inherently malicious Inher- creatures.
0: Yeah, they're, they're not malicious at all. They're only...
1: They're not malicious at all. They're passive. They're just, mm-hmm. you know, if you stimulate them too much, sometimes negative things happen. Thank mm-hmm. you.
0: Some other Bagingi facts that, that I just want to...
1: Yeah, d- dabble in this with. a little yeah,
0: bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Bagingis can only eat tar.
1: Yep, and that's why you don't see many tar pits these days.
0: Yeah, not these days, but back in, you know, because the, the, the Bagingis go way back. Dino Dinosaur ca- times. Dino Casino. Dino Casino. Dino Casino. Dino Casino. casino. <laughs> This one is interesting, Ollie. I wonder if you can speak on this. The begingis cannot stop.
1: They won't stop. They
0: won't stop. They can't stop. Yeah,
2: their ticker just keeps on ticking. They gotta keep moving around the earth. You know, even due to their near immortality, I mean, there are a few ways to rid a begingi of this earth. Uh, but it's really hard, for one, like we you're talking about with the vision thing. They kind of exist in your peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you can't, like, you just see them out of the corner of your eye. Oh! thought I saw one but you know the the thing that you got to pay attention to is when you get them what do you
1: even do with them they're so squishy they're like a bean bag with jelly in them there's really no reason to touch a begini beginis exist purely to create whimsy and, and intrigue and creativity in the world of man which therefore we lack
2: you know what, what we're getting to is is the fact that there are only 42 beginis in existence at any time
1: yeah. 42. At least that's what we think because that's the only amount... over all this time, that's all anyone's ever been able to find. Yeah. And well, it's been and, consistent, right? And,
0: by, and what you mean by fine is like, of course, this is a folklore. This is a legend. You yeah. know, this mm-hmm. is... they the, the Vigingis live in the same vain is Bigfoot. Yeah, Where, of course I alien think, sighted. Exactly. So, th- you know, the three of us really be- believe in baguengis and obviously so does Beach Wheelchairs and he was giving us all of his knowledge but I don't want to sit here and think that, you know, this is science. Mm-hmm. Which is, it, you know, it's science to us but it may not be science to, to That's you. That's true. I mean, and I think,
2: I think it's, I think it should be noted that a very likely possibility because, I mean, we had tangible proof of a baguengi that was kind of you yeah. know, dust to the wind. So I mean, uh, but yes. but it was in our backyard, and I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna say, it, guys, we have a pretty whimsical life. Yeah, I mean, and next maybe time is that one beginning that was given it all to us.
1: You could be right. I mean, if you thi- like, next time, listener, 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 the next time anything good happens to you, the next time anything bad happens to you. Next time you're having, like, just another day, think of Bagingi. You know, it could be a Bagingi that's doing all those good, bad, or completely neutral things to your life. Mm -hmm. Get down, haunch it, and bless up that
2: Bagingo. So
0: you might remember at the beginning of this episode how we said that the Bagingi was phasing in and out of existence like we were watching through TV static, even though it was real life, it was super scary. When we brought it back inside, it halted that. And when Beach Chair started spilling his guts to us,
1: Yeah, he he was so weak, and he was so easily broken, so we didn't even try.
0: Exactly, because he noticed. He said, oh, I can tell my ears aren't ringing anymore. The low hum in my heart has stopped. This means that your home is lined with a pure element. And we said, what in the heck are you talking about? He said, when was your home built? Me and Oliver said, 1933. So this means that the walls of our home are lined with lead, a pure element. Mm-hmm. So that is why we are able right now to talk so freely about the beginnings. Because if you are not currently surrounded by a incredibly pure element like lead,
1: you have limited options. Like limited one, options. You could tape a bunch of cell phones to your head, mm-hmm. or like hang out and like attach a metal cable to a five G tower. Mm-hmm. That's probably the only way you can like kind of st- stimulate your brain to kind of like keep up with the buggingi
0: and so by that i mean when you begin talking about the buggingi your mind will automatically kind of veer in other directions like a child with adhd yeah
1: we have lead chunks in our laps right now just to really concentrate
0: exactly and i hope that you're listening to this if you're listening to this it means that you are surrounded by a pure element god i hope it's lead So, because of this, Bagingis pop up a lot in historical events. And the reason for that being, obviously, Bagingis show up, whimsy occurs. But they also show up in the negative, in which if whimsy is not occurring, or if there is a whimsy deficit, they will show up in large numbers and do whatever they can to create more whimsy. Yeah,
1: the greater the need, the greater the reaction the causality of it. Like, you know, if, mm. if the world's going a little too gray oyster, mm. then the kind of, uh, yeah. remedy that. And again, like these yeah. aren't actively thinking creatures. It's kind of like an instinct. It's like when you put a piece of like, golden succulent honey on your front porch or in your yard, ants are going to be drawn to it. Not because they're evil. It's just like dang yeah. dog. Where's yeah, this golden nectar that I'm finding for my, yeah. my and, queenie.
2: You know, it's like, okay, so you're, you're at your family's barbecue and uh, it's all boring and grey. And then, you know, biging jumps on your grandpa's back and breaks it. Yeah, chemical. Causing, causing whimsy aplenty. Whimsy
0: yeah. aplenty. It's like holy
1: holy holy heck. Like mm-hmm. grandpa slipped a disc. Must be a beguing. Honestly, Grandpa, you should have been a little more interesting.
0: A couple of the times that it is highly believed that a uh was involved in a big event, the Watergate scandal. Mm-hmm. Many politicians, many higher ups, will tell you that they do believe that the Begingis had something to do with the Watergate scandal. Mm-hmm. It yeah, makes, makes it sense. sense. On looking over
2: his shoulder really quickly while he was in, you know, the hotel. Yeah. Watergate. Uh, so you know, many people think that that's kind of like Begingi was there causing some mischief, maybe leaking some documents. Who knows?
0: Another one is uh, Napoleon.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. Ollie. Yeah, Uh, I think uh, another important thing to focus on with the Bagingi is, I mean, Beach Vilches really was the, I mean, is the prime researcher on this stuff. But one of the things that he noticed that was not really caught in a lot of folklore was the fact that the Bagingi's height shifts depending on the tide. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why it's... You know, you can't really ever tell. You can't get a clear estimate on what these creatures' size look like. It's one of the reasons why we think Bigfoot probably is some form of Bigingi yeah. or Bigingoid creature. Bigingoid. Yes. It's, you know, due to maybe it's like six Bigingi stacked on top of each other that just shift up and down. And it's like, oh, there's Bigfoot. And then low tide, there's no Bigfoot. That's why we can't find them. But this, uh, this shift in height, I mean, you might have already caught on by now, but France had a little guy. Yeah. And boy, was he small.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
2: the main thing is we can only really point to the fact that his his daddy or his mommy might have been a baguengi.
1: A baguengnoid. A Mm -hmm. baguengnoid.
2: He's
0: definitely a baguengi lineage.
2: Yeah. A A, baguengi adjacent. Yeah. yeah. That that was conceived at low tide. Mm. And that's why... You always, like, whenever you think of Napoleon, you get that low-tide smell. You
1: could think of it this way, that maybe it was the, the Bonaparte family was just kind of boring. And then one day, Ma- Madame Bonaparte just was impregnated by a whimsical Beguingi. Like a beautiful ejaculate.
0: It's also believed that the Beguingi was on the first Wright Brothers flight.
1: Mm-hmm. First yep. ever
0: plane. Not all
1: negative. Not all negative. No, exactly. No, and no,
0: no. I would love to talk about this. Not all Beguingi intrusions are negative. Flight. Invention of flight, very positive. Uh, they also put on Woodstock. Good for them. Yeah. People they thought the 60s were too boring. The they were people like, needed that. The people did need that. Yeah, they were one of the most influential forces that drove the Woodstock Festival in 1969.
1: Something you might hear is like, why do I wake up and my shoes are mended? Who fixes my shoes in the night? Abogingi. A Abogingi. Bogingis Abagingi. Abagingi. do nice things. Beanies do terrible things. Beginis are love and neutrality. They fix your shoes. They mend the holes in your heart.
0: But they also shoot Franz Ferdinand. They
1: all well. They didn't shoot Franz Ferdinand. Okay, let's let's clear that right now. Okay. They okay. just caused an explosion and a rupture in his chest that did have a, like a hole shape. So mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, their their activities aren't always inherently like like life changing. Uh, masterpieces of viscera and like m- malicious intent. Yeah. The, it just sometimes it's the ones we see because they're constantly doing these things. What's your on the path of a Bagingi? I mean, it
2: was noted that Archduke Franz Ferdinand had a very boring chest, and they just wanted to spice it up. So, by
1: by design, we stray away from pain, but pain is gain. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. So we're having this we're having this conversation with beach wheelchairs. It's it's wrapping up and he says okay i've told you everything i know where is my begingi? And we went oh he's on the f- he's in a he's in a pile of dust on the floor we all turn at the same time to the pile of dust it's gone and there's a bigingi shaped hole in the door
1: which is iconic cuz that definitely shakes things up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it shakes things up hard I'm like, what the freak?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, what the freak? I mean, just knowing that they're among us. Knowing that I am them, they are me. Being I am Baguengi, sus. you're Baguengi. Everything that I've built in my life is because of Baguengi, and I'm happy about it. Yeah. Imagine
1: and John Lennon. Drinking drinking uh, more lead than ever. Yeah. Um, 50th anniversary Sprite never went so hard.
0: Nothing harder than this week's Tales from the Lamp. So today we're going to be talking about Relapse Academy, which is, you know, it's kind of the anti, we're talking about antis here, you know, the anti-dragon is the beginning. So Relapse Academy is the anti-AA. So, you know, it's run by people who might be addicted to some sort of substance or maybe a certain feeling that they get. And instead of quitting that, they encourage it. Yeah. Some popular people who went to Relapse Academy include Joseph Stalin. We're talking Charlie D'Amelio,
1: Bean Wrigley of Wrigley's Gum,
0: and Mr. Bean Rowan Atkinson. Holy crap. I know. Well, I'm Paige Hanna.
1: I'm Kyler Knight.
2: And I'm Olive Rowans. Good night. Stay tight. Keep that gas lit.